Welcome, listeners. Uh, my name is Patrick Waite, joined as always by Chandler. And uh, we sound a lot better this week. We do. We uh, So we don't want to give too much away, but there's a bit of a conglomerate building around the, uh, the podcast um, kind of media group within Divi. And uh, because of this partnership, we actually got access to some nicer equipment. Yeah. It, it only comes with selling our soul and promoting their podcast at the same time. Yes. I think the only one we have to promote right now is the Steal This Idea podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Somebody should steal the idea of the podcast and make their own podcast. Bam. Love it. Um, so, yeah, give them a listen. I don't know what their Twitter, Twitter handle is. Uh, someone else had, like, the Steal This Idea actual handle so they also had to get a weird one i can't remember what it is like ours listening for the rigots reasons rigot reasons yeah um, yeah yeah no the, it's a good podcast run by some friends of ours I what do they, what do they talk about on it they just they come up with ideas and tell people that they could be billion dollar ideas and tell them to make a business out of it yes it's and awesome there's no legalese in it right it's like if, if i yeah. let's say you and i do steal an idea for them from them they're like we don't we don't owe them anything right yeah, yeah we're good okay. Excellent. Um, but we are kind of mad at them, and we're actually mad at our co-host from last week, Skyler, because he stole like half of the equipment that we use of this equipment. So this is true. Uh, we still love Skyler. Happy to have him on the show. He's also uh, a partner in this conglomerate that we're building. Um, but yeah, we uh, we're really going to get this dialed in one of these weeks where we actually have all of the equipment we want, and when we get there. We're going to blow some socks off. Yeah. Catch us quitting our jobs the next week. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, this is the Listening for the Right Reasons podcast. And like Chandler said last week, uh, we want to start each episode, each weekly episode, with a new segment we call Mailbags and Red Flags. Um, basically, this segment just contains you know news that Chandler and I see on the social medias, uh, typically Reddit, uh, Twitter, and some Instagram. That's typically all of our resources. Um, and we're just going to kind of go through a few here. Uh, the first one we want to look at was a Instagram post from Victoria F. And uh, let's see, the post was from October 13th, 2014. And the post is of her skydiving. Um, and what's the significance here, Chandler? Well, if you remember when she was sitting in the car and she pulls up to the plane, I feel like it's the start for every date that they yes. go on. Yes. She, she gets sitting in the car. She pulls up to the plane. She says, oh, no, I cannot go skydiving. I do not want to go skydiving. I've never been. I've never been. I never want to go skydiving. <laughs> I don't want to go skydiving. turns out they just take a, like, a little flight through, and she's still like, oh, I'm so scared. But this just goes to show that Victoria F. is a giant liar. Yes. She is a giant liar. And, and if we want to add on – well – First of all, she's a giant liar. People called her out for it. She deleted the post. Yep. And then uh, she put it back up, right? And she was like... I'm not sure. I'm looking through now. I'm trying to find the post. Uh, oh, man. Maybe she, she commented on something and she was like, hey, like, get off my back. Like, it's just this, right? Yeah. So basically, she's a giant liar. We, we've kind of established this. We know kind of a little bit about what happens with her uh, as far as her being a homewrecker and a terrible human being. Yeah. Um, but she's a liar. Yeah, and I think to Chandler's point, like the the kind of the, the theme of Victoria F is she like says something or does something and then just like doesn't really address it. Yeah, you know, she just kind of like lets it hang out there. And to Chandler's yeah. point, you're know, like, yeah, she like deletes this post and then she just kind of like, 
I don't know, doesn't really like apologize or say like she just shouldn't have done that. She just kind of like makes up excuses for why she did it. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. Victoria F just being Victoria F. So uh, just some more, you know, laundry to add to the long laundry list of the mounting evidence against Victoria F for being terrible. And uh, interestingly, I want to talk about this right now, but we have an insider oh, source. Baby. We, we can't give away too much because we don't want spoilers, but we know somebody who knows her. And she says that some stuff comes out. Yeah, and and it's basically like like Chandler said, like we're we're not the the direct source here, but we know some people who know some people who know Victoria F, and they're they're local to her area, which is Virginia Beach, I believe, and um and yeah, we're we're we've got some news. We don't want to spoil it because I think Chandler and I are pretty avid like anti spoilers. Yeah, Brock. Yeah, calling out Brock Beeson again. Please, <laughs> please get after Brock Beeson. If anyone knows him, just get after him for being a spoiler, known spoiler. Um, but yeah, we, we we know some information about like what's going to happen later in the show. Um, and then this insider of ours also has some, you know, some information to kind of, you know, to kind of support and back up a, a lot of things you're hearing about right now, kind of circling around Victoria F. But, but like Chandler said, we don't want to spoil it. And so we'll definitely get into it in later weeks. Uh, but yeah, just know that is coming. Yeah. Um, next thing we wanted to cover, I, I was unaware of this. I don't know about you, Chandler, but did not know. I, I did not know that Peter has been like has been like on TV in the past. Mm-hmm. A child actor. Yes. And and we've we we've got two instances of it. He was actually in a Sylvan Learning Center commercial, which is absolutely incredible. We we will tweet out um, both these links to these commercials so so y'all can get on and see it. But when I found these, I, I the first thing I thought was well, it's no wonder Peter is a cheesy actor on this show because that's his background. Yeah, that's all he's ever known. That's his history. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say something. It's going to sound bad, <laughs> but it's no wonder he's an idiot also because he's going to Sylvan Learning Center. Boom. Now, hold on. That was not a roast on Sylvan Learning Center. Or people who went there. Yes. Just a roast at Peter directly. Yeah, he's really dumb. Yeah. And let's be honest. When he listens to this podcast... I mean, he'll get it, right? Yeah, he, he, won't, he won't be offended. Yeah, He's okay. Uh, like we said, we'll tweet out those links. Have a good laugh. Um, there's also one of him on a... He's applying to go on some like child-like like reality show. Um, I believe the show is called No Fear, I believe. No, no, no. That, that's his line. He says, I don't have any fear talking about you know going on this show. Um, and... He should have fear of any basketball player he ever plays against. Yeah, that. Yeah, I. I think. Uh, like even looking back at this, like one on one, because like him, like auditioning for this reality show is basically like the same, you know, situation as him being on The Bachelor, to where it's yeah. like, yeah, like he's real. It's a reality TV, and and at one point he's doing this one on one interview to to get on this show. And and honestly, it is so reminiscent of how he acts on the show today. Like it is shocking, <laughs> like how how dead on he is. Even at the age of like twelve, he acts exactly the same. Oh, the show was called Endurance. That's what the show was called. Yeah. So so yeah, like I said, we'll tweet those out. Um, next bit of news: uh, we have another uh, kind of link in the incestuous uh, Bachelor Nation contestant world. Yeah, at the CMAs last year, nonetheless. Yes. After Hannah had her her heart broken and all sad, turns out our guy, Chase Rice, was interviewed and said that, yeah. Wait, 
Chase Rice. Chase who? Chase the singer. The singer? Chase the singer we were just singing with. Like at the... At the thing. At the thing. Yeah, Chase. (laughs) What are the odds? Who would have thought? Oh, my God. So Chase actually was said that, yeah, sure, he'd be interested in Hannah B. Yeah. And it's funny. It's a clip from, I think it's from Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. I believe it's it's kind of an expose. AMC or whatever. I don't remember. I think it's the CMAs. And and Hannah's there with. About country music. Yeah. And and, and I think Hannah's kind of there to support her or to kind of like bring publicity to her uh, Dancing with the Stars. Oh yeah, uh, time because she's there with her with her partner from the right. show. Um, but yeah, th- at one point they cut to the interviewer cuts to like Chase Rice, and the interviewer just kind of out of nowhere is just like, "Hey, Hannah B is here," and Chase is like, "Oh really? I'd be interested in talking to her." Yeah, and it's like a little one night stand, like uh, like Victoria F. There, there, there may be a pattern to this Chase guy. Uh-huh. I know nothing about him, but there may be a pattern here. I don't care about country music, so I, I don't really care about the whole storyline. I also don't care too much about Hannah B at this point. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, this is a fun bit of news. L- little nugget, but overall, probably not much to read into. Ooh, best one. Oh, yeah. Take it away. Uh, looks like from a flyer, from a, 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 a post out there, from the producers of The Bachelor, now casting, seniors looking for love. <laughs> Are you entering your golden years and looking for romance? The producers of The Bachelor are now looking for active and outgoing single men and women aged 65 and up for a new exciting dating show. Senior dating show. And when I first saw this, I thought, oh, that's fun. But then, you know what I thought of? All of the STDs are going to get Oh, each other. yeah. I, I thought of all, all like the... Uh, all the the makeouts. Yeah. Like it, it, if if you can if you can recall the the episode of Parks and Rec, where where Leslie, um, this is after she's on um, she's a city councilor, and I guess in the city of Pawnee there's a massive problem, and it's that all the people all all, all like the, the senior people. citizens are having unprotected sex, yes. and they're all like, and they're all like infected, and and it's funny like the the joke the whole entire time is just that like, you know like they'll have orgies upwards of like five or six people at a time. Yeah. And, and it feels like this show, this elder, you know, this senior sit-in bachelor, bachelorette show, it could turn into that. It's America's greatest generation. Yeah. I mean, they got nothing to lose. They really don't. They got no pride. They've got, they've got uh, social security. Yeah. No pride. Yeah. Their spouses might be gone. Well, and the great news is they probably don't worry about like these influencers. No. Everybody could be, you know what? It might be the most genuine season of The Bachelor we could ever get. I think you're right. And when I first saw this idea, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But, you know, I think I'm kind of talking myself into it at this point. <laughs> I am really looking forward to this. Uh, we'll also tweet out this link to uh, to this flyer here. Um, pretty funny stuff. Be sure to react to it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's it for Mailbags and Red Flags. Yeah. So, for by the way, Mailbags and Red Flags, we've kind of only been going over the Red Flags mailbag portion if you guys want to tweet at us or please us dms or like have any sort of interaction so this doesn't just feel like us just talking into the void please go for it yes and like like we said right now we're just on twitter so interact with us there it's right reasons pod but there's no i in right right because we're not selfish we're a team and there's no i in team just like there's no <laughs> i in right so rigot reasons pod cool uh let's jump into it this episode was 
really long. It was. I, I didn't think it was three hours. Me neither. I thought it was two. Yeah. And then after I'd been sitting there on the couch for a minute, me and my wife were like, how long is this damn episode going to go? Yeah. <laughs> Before we knew it, it was like, you know, 945 and we've still got like a rose ceremony to cover. We're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Three hours just passed. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, we picked up with the uh, with a the cocktail party, and we're still in scenic Cleveland at this point, right? What, what a poor opener. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, as far as like openers go, like it's like okay, we're still in Cleveland. We're still at a terrible rose ceremony. Oh, and by the way, Alea is still here. Alea is still here, or is she? Yeah. Right. So we start out with Alea drama. Yeah, and we, we get we get a banger of a quote from Natasha right off the bat. Yeah. And this girl's gotta write freaking laffy taffy jokes. She says <laughs> she she's talking about Alea and she says she made her bed and now she has to Alea in it. Alea in it. <laughs> it's good stuff. I, I wonder how long she was just sitting on that bombshell. Oh yeah. Do you think she has one for every member of the cast? Knowing Natasha, I bet you she does. She might. She She's just loaded with burns, and I think <laughs> that's one of them. Um, so we get a one-on-one combo with Alea and Peter, and it's interesting because at this point, Alea has a rose. Yeah. Right. Like Peter gave her a rose when he invited her back on the show during a group date in which she was not a participant on. Insane. Yep. Um, and that's like a day ago. But here we are, you know, next day, Peter's talking to Alea, and all of a sudden... Peter decides that he's actually going to send her home. Well, it was the weirdest little like bit of of uh, of like justification that he gave. He was yeah. like, he starts out, he's like, I I know that you're not the person they say that you are, right? And I know that we have a real connection, and I know that I really like you, which he says to everybody. To be fair, so yes, like, what connection? Yeah, I think Peter would like a wet blanket. <laughs> Anything that's breathing is good. For Literally, him. no, but he and then and then he's like. And now I don't think it's worth it for you to be here. Like, I don't think it's worth it for you. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. And then and then he goes a step further and he's like, and it's not fair to the other women in the house. Well, and it's like, you should have realized that, Peter, probably like three days ago. Well, we just wasted three hours of my time watching you like waffle back and forth over this girl who is frankly like just terrible. Oh, like, yeah. She's not even a likable villain. Well, and, and, and that's what I was thinking is like. I was like, I remember back to like Luke P and Luke P was obviously like a mega villain yeah. of Hannah B season, but, but he, he was great. Cause like, he just didn't go away. Yeah. And, and, that, and like, that's where you're so invested in just this like terrible person where you just love to hate him, but he kept on coming back. Yeah. But Alea, they like, you love to hate her and she came back and then the episode ended and you're like, oh man, we got like we got know, six more weeks of Alea. Literally. Yeah. And then like within like the first 15 minutes of the next episode, Peter's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to take this rose back and send you home. It was so dumb. Honestly, a giant waste. Um, so, yeah, like Chandler said, giant waste of time. Um, Peter goes back and apologizes to the women. And then tries to have some sort of like a normal cocktail party with them. But he's super awkward about it. He's like, he's like, at one point he's sitting there with, was it who, like Deandra or some, or maybe yes. Natasha. And he's like, ha ha, I'm surprised you haven't left me. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Like he's like visibly scared of yes. what these women are going to do to yes. him. And at this point it's like, listen, Peter, I, I think like all the audience knows that like you're probably not the best bachelor. And maybe don't clue the women in that they can just leave the show. <laughs> like, don't don't even put that idea in. Don't even set that idea into their minds. Well, at this point, they're, they're, they've got this, like, pro-con list in their head. And one side says, con, Peter's bachelor pro. I get to go travel. 
But also, Con, they just sent me to Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. where, where am I going next? <laughs> Iowa. Oh, seriously, though. Um, I, you know what I thought would have been amazing during at the end of this rose ceremony cocktail party? Mm-hmm. As if Hannah B would have just walked through the door. Oh my gosh! Oh, it would have been it would have been just like a beautiful moment. Peter's head would have exploded. He literally would not know what to do. Yeah, and and so like after like Chenna said, he's trying to have this like normal one on one, and Peter's like giving this like this really terrible apology to all the women about how like you know he feels like he messed up, and you can tell that like the second he says that Alea's gone, Sydney just gets this devious little like. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like, grin on her face. <laughs> she just stares at Peter. And you could tell you, you could tell that none of the women in the room even heard a single word that came out of Peter's mouth after, after he said, <laughs> I said to lay home. And they're all like, all right, done. Sweet. Let's bake this cake, dude. Let's do this for a <laughs> ceremony. Um, so, like you said, um, pretty terrible cocktail party. Um, yeah. More shots of McKenna dancing. I, I think that, I think that's McKenna's, like, that's like kind of her legacy on this show. Dancing I, and faces. Yeah. I also saw a deleted scene from a week ago where she was also dancing with yeah. Peter. So that's like three weeks in a row because at this cocktail party, we get another scene of them dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Uh, we also get another shot of Lexi in a car. I, I think Lexi made... A red car. Yeah. Every time it's a red car. I think it might be... I'm sorry if we have you know, this demographic, demographic of listeners, but I think it might be a play on her having red hair. No. Okay. All right. That was too far. <laughs> we'll cut that. Um, but I, I think that Lexi may have made a huge mistake by coming in, like that being her entrance on the show, was instead of coming on the limo, she came in on the car, because this is now the third time we've seen Lexi in a red car. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but to be fair, we've seen Peter in a plane every single time. And I think we can all agree that joke is played. Played. Dead, dead, dead. Uh, rose ceremony. Yeah. Rose ceremony. Uh we got more McKenna faces. Obviously. Cheyenne. I don't know who she was. She went home. Cheyenne? Uh-huh. Cheyenne. Yeah. She oh, no. I think Cheyenne. I don't remember her. No. She doesn't go home till the second rose ceremony. Um, this one we lose Deandra, Savannah, oh, right, and Kira. Right, right, right. right, right. See, and, and see, I know you made a mistake though, Chandler, but I don't think that's your fault. I think this is Peter's fault for creating a terrible season where we have two rose ceremonies in a single episode. Yeah, and also where people go home that I do not know who they are, and we are on like the fifth week of this season. Like yes. I should know who these girls are. Yes, but I have not seen them. Yeah, we probably only know like I don't know five or six women really well, mm-hmm. and even then we don't know that much about them. Yeah, honestly, well, we so, don't really know anything about these people. Yeah, they're all surface level. Yeah. Um. So we lose Deandra, Savannah, Kira. Kira said lingerie. Um, Savannah made literally no impact on the show. Same with Deandra. Um, that's basically all there is to say there. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things that I made note of. I said, Victoria P. Yes, she's hot, but at what cost? Right? Yeah. And Chandler and I were talking about this before the show, but someone posted, uh, uh, an image on Reddit of Victoria P before and after plastic surgery. And I got to say, I got to say, she looks absolutely like a completely different person before mm. and after. Really? And people are, you know, people are kind of proud of her because she didn't take the posts down. You know, she didn't delete all her old photo photos. She left those up and so good for her for owning it. But she literally looks like a completely different person. Um, so yes, Chandler, at what cost? I think you mean uh, like an actual like monetary value as well could be included in that question. 
Um, but yes, uh, where are we going next, Chandler? Uh, are we staying oh, yeah. stateside? Or are no, we going? No, no. So, so Peter says we're going to a country that is that has this and that. Like it's no, it's it's got volcanoes and the beach oh, and and trees and animals. And he says we're going to a country, right? Yeah. And then McKenna says the rainforest. <laughs> so there's now a 186. I don't know how many countries there are. 180 something country, and it's called the rainforest. The rainforest. <laughs> They go to Costa Rica. <laughs> yes, Costa Rica. Uh, I was hoping for for some other like womp womp moment, like Canada or <laughs> like Southern Canada or I don't know Calgary. Yeah, Win- Winnipeg. Uh, so we get to Costa Rica. Well, we see this shot of Peter driving a car, and he looks like a lizard. Yes, like his his shoulders are back. And I'm doing it right now. You yeah. can't see it, but his shoulders are back. His head is out, and he like has no expression. Like a little robot lizard driving a car. Yeah, we'll we'll maybe cover that more uh, in the outro. Uh, Chris Harrison gave some thoughts about Peter's general physicality and athleticism, and I think Chandler's comment kind of plays into that. Sure, good point. Um, so we get a one on de- one on one date in Costa Rica, and it is our favorite uh, beauty pageant participant, Sydney. Yeah. Oh, before that, before that, uh, he we gotta go over his scar. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, we do. How do. We miss that. Peter comes in and he's like, I have it. He's got like bandages on his forehead. Yes. And, and this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is like right when they get to Costa Rica. Yeah. And and he's like, I, I was hiking up and there was a puma. I went to see a volcano. Yeah. There's a puma. And the puma was standing there and I made eye contact with it. And. All the girls were like, oh, no. What'd you do, Peter? No, you saw a puma? That's real life? And he's like, and then I had to do the only thing that I had to do. And then he obviously couldn't keep up the ruse anymore. He's yes. Like, that story is fake, obviously. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and all the women, you could tell that there was maybe like two or three women that kind of believed this story. Shocker, McKenna was one of them. <laughs> she was like, she was on a roller coaster throughout the whole entire story. Just couldn't believe every detail that Peter was was relating to well, them. They're in the rainforest. Yes, which, so rainforest obviously equals pumas. Yes. Right? Uh, come to find out, it wasn't quite as heroic of a tale as he let on. Uh, turns out, and we, we actually have footage of this, but I'm going to describe it word for word. He was at his resort, and he was going. It's called the resort, I believe. Yes, I mean we we should know the name because uh, there's it's, like it's literally called the resort. Yeah, and, and there's like some paid advertising like going on to the max at all these resorts they stay at. But yeah, so he he's coming out of the lobby of his uh, of his resort, and there is a golf cart parked there, and he's like, yeah, I was actually like going to get on the golf cart, and and I bumped my head, and I was like, ah. That's pretty funny. But then I was like, wait a minute. How does he like, he must have like, like, like headbutted that golf cart to get like that big of a scar and like a bunch of stitches. But it doesn't end there. Turns out Peter had his, his little rolly like suitcase in his left hand. In his right hand, he had a glass of water and he was going to sit on the back of the golf cart. And when he went to like lower his head down, he clipped his forehead on the golf cart's awning. But as like kind of a reaction to maybe like ease the pain. He went to like throw his right hand up to like, you know, feel feel where he hit his head. Turns out that's where the glass was, the glass of water. So he proceeded to just smash the glass of water into his forehead and just break it into like 10 pieces. It's kind of like that scene when Dwight fights himself. Yes. 
he never saw it coming. <laughs> how, how could he know he was going to smash a glass in his own forehead? There was no defense at that point. And, and like I said, they, they've got footage of it. And it is absolutely amazing. It's pretty low quality footage because it's just like the camera at like the front of the resort, you know, like filming like like the pickup drop off area. But they've got footage of it, and it is absolutely amazing. And, and then they and then they cut to this scene of Peter like laying in the front of the golf cart with like a with like a washcloth on his face, <laughs> and he just can't believe what's actually happened. It's amazing. He's an idiot. I, and I think that uh, I think that pretty well like is a good metaphor for good old Peter on the, as the bachelor, he like gets in these situations where he's like obviously hurting himself, but then he takes it the next step further and smashes a glass into his forehead. Take the Alea situation as an example. True. He, he, you know, he, he gets rid of Alea. Good move, Peter. But then he brings her back. Yeah. And you're like, that was a dumb move. And then the day later, you know, about 18 hours later, sends her away again. Smash the smash the little uh, glass in yeah. his own head. Smashes, smashes himself in the face of the glass. Yeah. Um, honestly, that was probably the highlight of the episode for me. Um, we can get into the uh, to the date now. Cool. Which wasn't really all that eventful. Shocker, it's aviation themed. They go in a helicopter. Yeah. And... Same stock footage. They use the same stock footage of waterfalls like five or six times yes. in the in the episode. Like we saw this one waterfall maybe five times throughout the episode. Yes. Um, and I'll be honest, I was so uninterested in the date because so far Sydney has just been really, really boring. Peter calls it mysterious, but I say boring. Yeah. Um, I called it authentically stupid. Yes. And and at one point they were just like flying around you know, like these mountains and looking at these jungles, and I was just hoping and praying. That at some point the audio would just cut out and we would just hear the soft and it would actually turn into like a, a trailer for a Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> and that, that was like best case scenario for me. But bottom line, that didn't happen. Um, they're just basically like Chandler said, just flying around looking at uh, looking at waterfalls, mountains, volcanoes. And then it just cuts to them having a, uh, a picnic. And then Peter's like, Peter's like talking to her about her heritage, and she's like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like it was really hard for me. She says that she was like the victim of hate crimes and stuff. Well, and she said that it was from her junior year or no, her freshman year of high school. So this is like four and a half years, right? Where she was like supposedly, Mike Chandler said, being bullied and being a victim of these hate crimes. Yeah. It's a, it feels like it should have made the news, but uh, <laughs> the, she, the nine o'clock news. Yeah, well, she she like she like says all this stuff and like pe things people said to her. People wrote on her driveway. Yeah, she she talks about her uh, how she's like part Dominican. Yeah, her mm -hmm. her dad's like half Dominican, and Cubans or, or Peter's part Cuban, and Peter's like, do you speak Spanish? And she's like, a little bit. No, obviously. And then no. he like says something really poorly in Spanish to her. And she obviously has absolutely no clue what he said. Yes. She's like, ah. he, he says that he thinks that their love can take off, basically. <laughs> take off like an airplane. Um, and and it, was, it was laughable. But it, it is not even close to Peter's best line of the night. We'll get to that in the outro. Yeah. But yeah, like that was basically the one-on-one the -on -one time. Um, and then as you can imagine, uh, after Sydney relates her tragic high school backstory to 
uh, Peter, which I can shed some more light on here in just a moment, they, they start making out. Yeah. And in classic Peter fashion, he's like, oh, man, Sydney, you're the best kisser. And it's like, Peter, like, how many women have you said that to at this point? Yeah. yeah everybody says, it. you know who said that a lot? Who? Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo did say that. Yeah. Uh, he he talked, he constantly talked about loving, um, loving kissing all the women. <laughs> Specifically Claire. Because yeah. Claire is so sexy. She's so sexy. So sexy. <laughs> Juan Pablo is the greatest bachelor of all time. <laughs> Um, and that's basically where the date ends, right? Well, yeah, I think they go to dinner, and then she talks. Yeah, <gasps> I think we missed oh. out. They go to dinner, and then yes. they go like into the hot tub, and it's, yes. just, it's just like kind of soft well, porn this, at that time. Yes, they, to, to challenge point of like the softcore porn, they they were literally there was probably like eight makeout scenes, mm-hmm. you know, where they were like laying all over rocks, like halfway in the hot tub. But one thing I noticed at this point in the episode, and, and there's a lot more swimsuit footage that comes out, but oh yeah. But this this scene specifically the triangle. Yes. Uh Sydney was getting in the in the hot tub and like she was in her bathing suit, but the back of her bathing suit was like moving around on her butt. And I was like, what is going on there? And, and I took a closer look. Turns out they were censoring look. it. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I I, paused it. I enhanced the image. <laughs> Me and my wife, we, we studied it. We analyzed it. And, and we discovered that they were actually censoring her butt. But you know what they did? They went above and beyond. They didn't just put that black rectangle right on there. Yeah. They proceeded to tease us a yeah. little bit. They, they, they drew a nice little, you know, like concave triangle right down there you know to to, to kind of still show the butt but you know still make it you know safe for the for the tv 14 audience that watches this show yeah they made a digital swimsuit oh baby and, and like i said we actually see a lot more of those this episode yeah but like kudos to the editor yeah bravo who, who is in there pro- likely a pervert who is in there <laughs> frame by frame drawing on sydney's butt <laughs> Like literally, it was it was stunning. It was Peter. It was Peter, <laughs> and anything to get more 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 footage. He, he moonlights as a censor for TV shows, and he has just upped his game. Um, one thing to note during during this date, we're cutting to the house, and we're getting periodic shots of Kelsey, kind of in a spiral, uh, to to say the least. Um, she's stressed about you know Peter dating other women. And at one point we get uh, we get Tammy complaining about um, like how dramatic Kelsey is, and so we're we're starting to see you know th- this rivalry between you know Tammy and Kelsey build up, and obviously you know we're gonna you know we're gonna cover that a lot in, in the you know in a little bit here. But at one point Tammy says it sucks watching you know Peter date other women, but I'm not gonna cry my eyeballs out eyeballs out over it after ten bottles of wine, which is pretty accusational you know Colin you know saying a Kelsey is a crybaby and she's really emotional which humans have emotion and then B that she is like kind of this closet drunk which she really leans into later Um, but next we can cover the group date and the 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 one line or the title for the group date is let's capture our love today and for this date we get Sheehan Kelsey Victoria F Madison Natasha Victoria P Lexi, Hannah Ann, Tanny, Tammy, and McKenna. Um, the one person that was left out, I believe, was Kelly. Kelly. So she goes ahead and locks down the one-on-one date. Um, but basically, they go to a waterfall 
and we meet Jessica Pels, who is a, a cosmopolitan editor for the magazine. And surprise, surprise, what's the theme of the date, Chandler? It's a photo shoot. Oh, it's a photo shoot. Model time. I I, I really get sick of these. Like these are so obnoxious because it's like obviously we know all these women are influencers. Yeah. And so the last thing I want to see is them doing their job. Yeah. Like, show me something other than them modeling clothes yeah. or walking down a catwalk. I think that's what, like, three that they've done something this like this 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 far. Yeah. And and it seems like they're doing one of two extremes. Either they're, like, doing something ultra-physical or they're, like, showing off their bodies. Yeah. Why don't we have some, like, intellectual challenges? Checkers. <laughs> risk. A riveting a game of, a risk. of risk. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. I would pay... An obscene amount of money to watch a lot of these women play Risk. D&D. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I wonder if anyone on the show, if I had to pick a Bachelorette contestant who was into D&D, I would pick McKenna. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, never, you never know. She's yeah. really eccentric, really yeah. emotional. It seems like she can make this kind of stuff up in her head, really yeah. get into a character because yeah. she is a character in real life. <laughs> um, so basically, the, the deal is, hey, here's a bunch of swimsuits. Pick your swimsuit. Uh, we're going to do some shoots. Whichever bachelorette we feel like did the best, they're going to be on the cover of the March edition of Cosmo magazine, which I should mention is not the physical magazine. It is the digital one. Oh. They did not say that in the show, but me and my wife did some digging and it turns out it was the just the digital version. And yeah. Are they even going to? No. Well... Uh, well well, who who wins? Well, it's Victoria F. Yeah, so Victoria F. wins. She puts that whole she puts that whole like that whole show on again where she's like, oh, like I'm so nervous, like I'm so self conscious, I'm so self conscious, and then proceeds to like literally make out with him in front of all of the women. Yeah, like it, it, it's a shot with uh, the the photo op that they're in. It's uh, Peter is there. Oh, by the way, Peter takes his shirt off, and all the women are like, oh my gosh, look at his body. He looks so good. And uh, I got to be honest. Straight up dad bod. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, like, yeah, Colton was impressive. Oh, right? yeah. Colton was impressive. Good bod. But this was just sad. Yeah. If if I were the producers, I would at, like I would be avoiding shots of Peter taking his shirt off and trying to find women who are reacting to that. Because <laughs> I, I can't imagine there's many. But but yeah, so the, the shot that we have, it's uh, it's Peter, Victoria F., Tammy, and McKenna. And they're all taking a photo together. And of course, Victoria F., She's like, oh, I just can't help it. So she just starts making out with Peter. And meanwhile, you know, like Tammy and McKenna are kind of just like, oh, trying to look pretty. Uh, <laughs> like trying to model. And and Tammy actually makes some pretty funny faces. McKenna yeah. does too. Tammy kind of leans into it, kind of like makes a joke of it. Um, but all the other women are just like sitting down watching. You know, like they're, they're sitting up there just like watching Peter make out with Victoria F. So, um, so all the women are pissed. Victoria F wins, which means... Uh, the prize is now that Victoria F and Peter get to have like, you know, a shot or like a, a photo opportunity with just the two of them. Yeah, they're going to put Peter with his like, with his like giant scar on the, on the cover of their magazine. Hell so. no. Hell no. And, and to come to find out, uh, like I said, my wife did some sleuthing and turns out that Cosmo isn't even going to post those photos because they, they saw all of like Victoria F's. Uh, dirt. Yeah, all of her dirt around like modeling for a company that uh, was advocating for White Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me be clear. The, the White Lives Matter is not for white people. It is for whales. But a lot of the marketing material and a lot of like 
a lot of like the material that this this White Lives Matter group uses actually uses like the Confederate flag and a bunch of like really like ignorant Southern like kind of material to to make a joke and, and have a play on words with this this tagline of White Lives Matter, which honestly is just one of the worst like one of the worst approaches you could take nowadays. Like if you're advocating for animals, try not to be mistaken for a racist group. Yeah. Right. It, it is. It is a big faux pas. It, it's not even a faux pas. It's just don't be a dumbass. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like how stupid do you have to be? It, yeah. Um, it doesn't take much intellect to say like this is a bad idea. Yeah. And so so we get Victoria F. Uh, making out with Peter basically taking all these photos. Like we said, it'll never be on the cover of a magazine, yeah. even a digital one because uh, Victoria F. sucks. Yeah. Um, Peter. Peter got a nice little little download into his little – uh, protected folder in the, in the brain. The old bonco to sponco, <laughs> as as Peter would say in his fluent Spanish. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> so we we covered that kind of that Kelsey's kind of like you know she's maybe on the verge of like a spiral at this point. Yeah. But we we cut to Kelsey and she is like pissed, like beyond pissed. Um, that like, you know, Peter's making out with Victoria F. Um, and all of a sudden we get Tammy, uh, in some one-on-one time on the group date telling Peter that Kelsey was having a mental breakdown the night before and that she was quote, excessively drinking. Right. Was weird. And I don't know, like I, this is maybe one of my biggest beefs with the season is the fact that Peter buys into all this drama. He just bites. Yeah. Which is, and we'll talk about Kelly later, but it's nice that she calls him out on that. Yeah. Um, what, what You might want to cut this, so I'm just going to give you like a little... A preempt. Preemptive. Okay. I think that uh, Kelsey kind of looks like the... You know, when the guys dress up as... Uh, on Drag. A white, on a white, no, no, no. White chicks. Oh. When they yeah, have yeah, the yeah. Fake, fake faces and stuff. Yes. The plastic faces. I think... Kelsey also looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> and I'm not cutting that bit. I will go to my grave with that claim. But Kelsey Ooh. looks like Michael Jackson. Not not like, you know, cute, fun little Michael. You know, like no. Michael towards the end of his life. No, knows Michael. Yes. Knows job white Michael, which is like a whole other a whole other ball game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and so then obviously uh, Peter now gets one on one time with Kelsey and asks her, Strip asks her. If she, if she had a mental breakdown yesterday and it's like, Peter, have some tact, yeah. my man. Maybe just be like, Hey, Kelsey, uh, how are you feeling yesterday? Did you have a rough day? Were you feeling okay? Like, was there anything I could do to help you? Instead, he's like straight up, Hey, did you have a mental breakdown yesterday? And obviously this is jarring for Kelsey, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to be accused of having a mental breakdown yeah. at any point in your life. And Kelsey, you know, her one-on-one time ends. And she rounds the corner back to like the kind of like the joint area in like the, the second half of the group date where all the women are sitting. And she literally looks like she's going to kill someone. Yeah. Like ready to crack some skulls with her yeah. bare hands. And and she sits down. Oh, and she had a wine glass in her hand, which didn't really like help. Yeah. It didn't help at all after what we heard, um, you know, Tammy say. But she asks the crowd, you know, all the women on the group date. She's like, hey, who said that to Peter? And obviously no one fesses up. And Tammy is just absolute like stone faced, like looks like a freaking statue. Yeah, which is not a good look for Tammy because she like doesn't own up to it. No. Which is why, while I'm still not a huge Sydney fan, I appreciated the fact that she was like 
you know, pretty well squared up to what yeah. she said about Alea. Yeah. Openly. Yeah. Right. Um, but like, I don't know. At, at that point, like people just start talking about like how self-conscious Kelsey is. Um, and it's funny, Victoria F actually says that in order to like be on the show, you have to be a strong, confident woman. That's not a requirement. Yeah. And it's also hilarious coming from the least confident woman, <laughs> supposedly least Quote, confident woman. Least confident. Yeah. Check out our Instagram. Tell me if she's not confident. Yeah. That woman's a joke. Um, what, what, One thing that I wanted to note about this, about Kelsey, when she's talking to Peter, she like throws out the, uh, I'm falling in love with you. Oh my gosh. And it, it was just such a desperation heave. Like, let me see if I can just like will this 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 relationship to advance and yes. like not have to put any work in and peter being the idiot he is is like oh hey you like you like me like oh yeah <laughs> let's make out kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is he is an idiot and we'll we'll touch on this more uh later in the episode but yeah like to chandler's point i totally agree where she was absolutely just wondering like what could i do to maybe like you know get Peter to look past this drama, you know, and, and maybe maybe make me look not quite so psycho yeah. and maybe a little more emotionally stable. I'm just going to tell him that, like, yeah, I'm falling in love yeah. with him. And, and, and luckily, he's just he's absolutely brain dead. Oh, so he's he's over the moon about it. Right. <laughs> Ecstatic. Um, and so, like we said, like there's a bunch of drama. All the women are arguing. Um, we don't really get anything out of that argument, just that, you know, we're, we're seeing this tension between Tammy and Kelsey build up uh, in a big way. Uh, Peter comes back, gives the, row to Hannah, gives the rose to Hannah Ann, which I felt like was a surprise. Yeah. I, I felt like she didn't really like make like that big of a splash or an impact on no, the group date. Their one-on-one time was good. Oh, that's true. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of like Hannah Ann at this point. I don't know. We haven't seen much of her for the last four weeks. Who knows? Yeah. Like, right now, she she's neither here nor there for me. Yeah, I tend to disagree. I, I'm not super keen on her, but yeah, I to Chandler's point, like we, we we maybe just don't see her enough, you know, to really have a strong opinion on her. Yeah. Um. After uh, Peter gives the rose to Hannah Ann, Kelsey felt like she was entitled to the rose because she kind of told him that she's like falling in love with him. Yeah. Which she, that's like a classic bachelor mistake. Oh yeah. Is that like. It is when you think that you are entitled to the person that you're dating. Yeah. Which normally, sure. But right. uh, not now. No. Not now. No. Right. Um, so basically the date ends and we get we get a shot of Kelsey saying that she is going to get to the bottom of who said the stuff about her. And I think this is where we really start to see Kelsey come into like the super mega villain kind of role that she's kind of established for herself. To a point. And we'll talk about that later. But yes. Yeah. Um, next up, we get a one on one date. Kelly. Kelly. Another boring date, uh, but also not as boring as the last one. Yeah. Uh, so they go. Uh, so we have the running in for the hug. Um, Classic. Yep. Take a Classic shot. Classic shot. Um, Peter has uh, Peter. Oh, right, right, right. So they go to these like shaman. Uh, very reminiscent of his date with Hannah B. It is literally the same. Is it? Yes. Like, it's honestly the same. I, I can't remember what country it was in. But, yeah, like, Hannah and Peter, they went to this, like, weird, like, shaman group in this, like, log cabin. Basically, it was just, like, a huge-ass sauna. Yeah. And it ended with them just making it. I think, the, like, the makeout between Hannah B and Peter on that episode probably lasted, like, eight minutes. Yeah. Like, there was eight minutes of, like, footage of them just making out. Yeah. And, and, and the 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 shaman on that date they were just like really sexually charged gross looking people 
and you could tell that they were just like getting Peter like all riled up, right? And this is basically the exact same thing. These like yeah. sex druids down in Costa Rica, <laughs> they end up visiting this dude. The, it's a man and a woman. They're they're pierced all over. The man's got this like really like strange like bun of dreadlocks wrapped up in his head, and they're doing all sorts of freaky deaky stuff. Yeah, they got candles and. The- and they've got rocks, crystals, and crystals, pendulums. Yeah. And these like these like like druidic like like symbols like portrayed in, in in the ground with rocks like all this like really really strange stuff. Yeah. And then there's a maze. Don't forget the maze. Oh yeah, that that's that's like the symbol that I'm describing. So oh, yeah. so basically, uh, oh, and they tell them to strip down, and so they they are in their bathing suits presumably. Uh, this is where you get some more expert editing. Try from- Peter, yeah, he he sticks that like, you know, that that concave triangle right on Kelly's butt, which was just fantastic editing. Um, at one point, they are uh, they're like supposed to read letters to each other, and Peter's like reading this like dramatic letter about how he's feeling about Kelly, and Kelly strip interrupts Peter, and she's like, oh, what? And she points behind him, she's like, look, and Peter's like, what? And she's like, there's a lizard back there. <laughs> and Peter is like. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, I, and I think that that just like perfectly like shows how Kelly truly feels about Peter's emotions where yeah. she's literally ready to just interrupt some like emotional monologue from him and be like, holy hell, stop what you're saying, Peter. There's an animal behind you. <laughs> and and it cuts to lizard. The lizard, the lizard just like just scurries away. And then and then Kelly's like, OK, you can keep going. Peter continues reading this letter. Uh, I absolutely died when that happened. Um, next up, we get uh, them a- asking each other questions. Well, they're kind of asking questions to like the void or the nether. And then the, the male druid is like operating this pendulum. And depending on like how the pendulum swings or whatever, the, that like gives them an answer. And meanwhile, like kind of like that uh, when you put the two pencils on each other. Oh, yeah. And you ask if the ghost is there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> And and all the while, like Peter and Kelly are kind of like intertwined. They're they're both kind of like sitting, like almost like scissoring one another with their legs on the ground, and and like uh, Peter basically asks, like, um, are me and Kelly like on the same emotional level or whatever? And and the the druid guy is like staring at the pendulum in the sand, and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I loved it because I'm sure Peter was just like, you know, in, in his mind, he he's hoping for some like, yes, like you two were like, you know, you're so in sync. But the guy's just like, no, <laughs> I don't see it. The pendulum says no. And I, I, I would agree with him. Like, oh, yeah. Based on based on the events afterwards. Yeah. And, and I like at this point, I thought that Kelly is basically over the show. Right. Yeah. Like she's kind of done with Peter. She's not really feeling it. Um, So then we get the uh, the maze portion yeah where we have peter in the center of this like stone maze on the ground and and we when we say stone maze the stones are only like two inches tall but there's this like maze on the ground and kelly is supposed to she's blindfolded and she's supposed to walk through the maze to get to peter the funny thing about mazes typically you have to like you know turn and get around obstacles but there's this like maze that's probably like 20 feet wide and it's a circle and there's all these lines through it but Kelly literally just walks in a straight line, like dead straight, right to Peter. And Peter's like, oh, wait, wait, go a little to your left. And she literally turns like half a degree to her left and proceeds walking. And by the end of it, she literally just walked a dead ass, like a straight line right to Peter. Peter's like, you did it. And they start making it at the end. It was awfully like 
anticlimactic. Um, and then we just cut to dinner. Dinner. And at dinner, Peter's like, hey, like, uh, like, I feel like you're not quite all there. And she's like, you're right. Like, I haven't been there. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, basically, he's like, hey, why aren't you, like, trying to seduce me like all the other women? And yeah. she's like, it's because I'm not like that. And uh, he's like, uh, well, what about that whole thing about how we're not on the same levels? Like, that worries me. Yeah. Like, putting stock into this, like, Costa Rican jungle shaman. Literally. And uh, she's like, okay, well, like. Maybe it's true. Like, I'm not on the same level as Hannah Ann. And he's like, wait, what's wrong with Hannah Ann? <laughs> he's like, back off my girl. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm just saying like, a, like, like an example. And he's like, oh, an example. I know what that is. <laughs> I've heard about those in school. <laughs> I learned about those at Sylvan. <laughs> and like, my, my thought at this point is it's like, listen, Peter, like you want like a spouse. And I'm sorry, but you're basically like being a douche to the only emotionally normal person on this show at yeah. this point. Yeah. And and him just like grilling her being like, well, why aren't you trying with her? Like, da, 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 da. And Kelly's basically just, you know, expressing to him that she wants to take things slow, right? Like she knows that this show lasts a while. And Peter, and Peter basically tells her like, you need to like turn it up, right? Because like the show is short. And at that point, the conversation kind of turns and Kelly's like, oh, like, trust me, like, I want to get to know you a lot more, right? Like I, I want to get to know you on a deeper level and I, I want to do that. But she basically says that she just doesn't feel comfortable with the timeline. And and Peter kind of gives her an ultimatum where he's like, well, are, are you going to show me that side? Like, are you going to like show me progress in this relationship? And Kelly's like, yes, like I promise you, I will. And and I feel like, like I felt like the conversation was really strange where initially Peter was just grilling her, but like not being like, emotionally invested and i kind of got the vibe that kelly was more or less over peter and the show and she was ready to just like get up and leave you know and and not come back but but really uh we like i said i was shocked because kelly you know reassured him that she is here for the right reasons and that she wants to get to know um you know peter on a deeper level and i don't know it was just really surprising me to see like how quickly she would turn because like I said, I, I think up to this point, like in my opinion, she seems like the most normal girl on the show emotionally in, in the sense that, you know, she's not telling Peter she's falling for him after she's known him for, you know, a couple weeks. Yeah. And she's, uh, she probably spent the most time with him as well, mm -hmm. which is like kind of speaking to the craziness of this whole thing. Yeah. And, and Kelly, Kelly never got a one-on-one -on -one date. I thought she did, but she didn't. She actually won the group date and cheated to do it. But, but yeah, it, it seems like that, like, they should have a pretty good connection. And I think if Peter doesn't feel it by now, like then just send her home. But like forcing her to like act like she's falling in love with you yeah. feels kind of like a douche move on Peter's part. Yeah. Um, so like I said, big surprise, Peter gives her the rose, um, which shocked me. And then the date ends with basically another hot tub makeout. Yeah. He's, he's like, I've, oh, I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> I worked really hard for this makeout. I gave you a rose. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like I said, Kelly gets the rose. They make out. And that's basically where the date ends. Um, rather uneventful. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of where we uh, get into the faux cocktail party. Here comes the drama. Yeah, yeah. And this is where we really get into the to the whole Tammy and Kelsey thing. Right. Uh, but one, one really, really interesting side note here 
uh, we get back from a commercial break and they always show footage of like, you know, like the scenery or, you know, like some like B-roll. Oh, yeah. The B-roll they chose to select was two of these like exotic jungle frogs just literally having sex. Yeah, mating. Just humping. Nice. Really going after it. It's 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 really just like a, a little display of what this season is. Yes. It's just a horny dude. Yes, yes. Um, like we said, this is kind of a faux cocktail party because it's during the day. Um, but no, we no, 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 there wasn't really a cocktail party. Yeah, like I said, it's the faux cocktail party because like Peter didn't have one officially, but there's definitely like conversations between Peter and women, which is woman. Well, yes, woman. Well, uh, so yeah, like Chandler said, um, we we open up to a not cocktail party, just the women at the at the resort, and we get Tammy complaining to VF about Kelsey drinking and crying. Um, and it seems like at this point, Tammy's just kind of like, just like telling anyone that will listen that Kelly sucks yeah, or that Kelsey Kelsey sucks. sucks, Yeah. yeah. She's trying to like tell everyone that like, oh, she's a drinker and she's a pill popper, all this stuff. All the while, Kelsey actually sneaks away and goes to see Peter and her conversation with Peter is just so freaking boring. Uh, Peter talks about staring out this window of his resort, looking at the volcano while he drinks his coffee. And that's basically the most exciting detail about the conversation. Um, and like we, we eventually get to where, um, they're sitting on the couch together and Kelsey, you know, is, is, is expressing to, uh, to Peter how like, you know, like, um, that Tammy has been telling all the women that she has a drinking problem and that she's popping pills um, which I thought that was a lie at first. Me too. Turns out it's not. Yep. I, I absolutely made a note that was like, hey, this is kind of a devious lie by Tammy. Yeah. Actually, it's true. Uh, not not in the sense that no, like... By, by Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and and so Peter reasserts like they have a connection, you know, and, and that their connection is really strong, which I haven't seen any evidence of, right? Like I've seen no meaningful connection between the two, but Peter reasserts that, that their connection is solid. They start making out and then Peter is like, wait a minute. He's like, I'll be right back. And and he just like gets up and walks away. And I'll be honest, at this point, I thought they were straight up going to have sex. Yeah, me too. I thought that was the why the frogs were there. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah, like, you know, them projecting, you know, some foresight there. But no, he just, he just goes and he grabs one of those super long stemmed roses that they use this week. And he's like, here, you can have this rose. Like, I don't need to wait until tonight to know what I want to do. Yeah. And he's rewarding the drama yet again. Yes. Right? After he told, after after he got mad kind of at Kelly the night before yeah. for calling him out for doing that. And then so he, he rewards the drama and then she goes back. And it was perhaps, you know, when you you're, you have like an awkward situation that's about to come up and you rehearse it in your head and you're like, yeah. this is how it's going to go. Yeah. I'm not going to deviate from plan even when it's not good. Yeah. This is exactly what I want to say. Exactly. So up walks Kelsey with a rose in her hand and she gives this little speech about how she went over to talk to Peter and like, she didn't want a rose. Like, and she, she didn't think that was going to happen, but it just happened that way. And then she like goes into this like dramatic little thing where she's like, but I guess you don't not uh, <laughs> just trails off. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what, what a bloat of bowl that this girl is serving. And she's just 
basically shoving it in their faces yeah. that just because she broke the rules, went to see Peter, and, like, he's an idiot, she got a rose. Yeah. And, and to like, Chandler didn't mention this, but while she's, like, saying this stuff, literally no one, like, none of the other women are responding. And she finishes her thought and she kind of, like, sits there and, like, waits for, like, somebody to say something. But literally no one says anything. Everyone just stares at her. And meanwhile, she's just like standing there with, with the rose in her hand and, you know, she's twiddling it between her fingers, wondering what she should do. And eventually she's just like, okay, and just walks away. Yeah. And it was, I know there's been a lot of awkward moments in the season, but I, I think that uh, that was one of the more awkward moments of this episode specifically. Um, and so Peter comes, or Chris comes back and tells the women that, oh, surprise, we're not having a cocktail party. Uh, Which seems like more and more the standard for the show. I hate that. Yeah. It kind of bugs me. I guess for editing reasons, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think that like, you know, you know, breaking the, you know, the the fourth dimension here. I think that maybe that that's why we, yeah, the fourth wall. Sorry. Um, I think that's why we had like two episodes this week and one of them was just long as hell was because like all the Alea stuff really like added a bunch of time. And so I'm, yeah. I'm sure that they were like, hey, you know what, Peter? Like, maybe this week, let's not have a cocktail party yeah. in Costa Rica. And Peter's like, duh, okay. <laughs> I'll go put my suit on. <laughs> Chris, will you tie my tie? <laughs> it's such a freaking dumbass. Um, so, so like we said, no cocktail party. Um, and and then we, we basically cut to the rose ceremony. Or no. Before we get to the rose ceremony, everyone starts like attacking Kelsey, yeah. saying that it was Kelsey's fault that like they didn't have a rose ceremony, or that they didn't have a cocktail party. I apologize. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, because of what Kelsey said, like, because of her time with Peter, there's no cocktail party. Yeah. And the only mo- the only note that I really made that was significant about this event or that the, like this specific moment in the show was that because of the no cocktail party, that means no shot of McKenna dancing. Yeah. Bummer. Which really bummed me out. We got to see her dancing with her tongue, though. Hell yeah. yeah. She she was working that tongue, man. All over the lips. Like, she, it, it cut, like, what Chandler's describing is it, it cut to her during the rose ceremony. No, before, and, before, when yeah, they were sitting there. Yeah, when, when they told him, like, oh, yeah, like, no cocktail party, whatever, they're all getting set up. And McKenna is just, like, licking her lips, just stressed as can be. Just like, like 360 degrees around the lips, like in just you know a clockwise motion, and and then she like tips her head back and sticks her tongue out and basically like licks her nose. Like I don't know what she was doing. It was wild, and, and th- this is this is why I say we need McKenna. She cannot she go home. Do not send McKenna home. And I was legit stressed about it this week. Uh huh. Um. So she really hasn't done anything. Yeah. Um. Okay, so when when they're all sitting there right, right before the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. the the Tammy and Kelsey beef like comes to a head. Oh yeah, uh, at least for this episode. Yes, and uh, and and Kelsey's like like why did you say that I was popping pills? And she's like because I thought you were. And she's like uh, no, I take Adderall and I take birth control. And Tammy's like oh. And immediately Victoria's P Victoria P is like it's true. She told me. <laughs> and then you're like yes, it's happening. Yeah. People are getting against Tammy. Tammy sucks. Tammy sucks. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't like Kelsey at all. Oh, but, they both need to go away. But for sure, uh, I, I do think that she she got a bad rap from Tammy there. And then everybody gangs up on on Tammy for it. 
Yes. And and Tammy freaks out. It's like you ever see a boxer up against the wall, up against the uh, the ropes. Yes. And they're just like looking for any way out at the, all and like looking for any scapegoat possible. The way that I thought about it and the, that I kind of described it in my head was, have you ever like trapped like a like a carnivorous rodent? Like a like a raccoon, for example. If you trap a raccoon, you, your goal is to like trap this thing, and then you get it trapped, and you're like, "Oh shit, what am I gonna do?" Because you know that thing is gonna lose its mind and just start like clawing and biting. And that's essentially Tammy. Tammy's like a raccoon in the corner, and there's like ten other women that have her surrounded, and she's just like head on a swivel, just like lashing out at everybody. And and the one person that she lashes out at that she shouldn't have was Sydney. Sydney. And, and Sydney is just furious. And Tammy accuses Sydney of doing the exact same thing to Alea. And well, she didn't. She did not do no. the same thing. No, 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 no. And and, and like we said before, Sydney, while she may have been in the wrong, she definitely owned up to it. Yeah. She didn't hide it. Where if you remember earlier in the episode, Tammy did not own up to it. When Kelsey directly asked the group, like, hey, who said that to Peter? Tammy was just like stone faced, right? Like, no, didn't didn't say a word. And so Sydney is not having it. And so, so then we get basically Kelsey, uh, Victoria P, Sydney, and our good friend Lexi, who are all of a sudden now like, you know, berating, you know, Tammy, telling her that she's out, you know, she's out of control. She's being a bully. She's being a jerk. Um, and like Jana said, like, we're not really like on one side necessarily, but I definitely don't like the way that Tammy's acting. Yeah. Because up until this point, I was like, oh, she's just like a fun, strong-willed woman. You yeah. know? She's nope. kind of entertaining. She's, 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 she's unstable. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's not in a good place. Yeah. And, and all the while, like while this is happening, we actually cut to McKenna. Like while this argument's happening and McKenna's just laughing. Yeah. And then literally two seconds later... Like we find out that the rose ceremony is going to happen and McKenna is instantly like, like crying. <laughs> She's like, I didn't get time with Peter. Uh, and so this is kind of where the rose ceremony quote unquote starts. Um, but before the rose ceremony starts, Tammy's like, hey, Peter, can we go chat? Like as it starts. Yes. Like Peter's up there like by the roses, you know, ready to hand them out. And Tammy's like, Peter, can we go chat? And he's like, oh, only if we kiss. Yes. Yes. And, and so like they go off to talk. And they've maybe been talking for, I don't know. It seems to be like 10 seconds. Literally 10 seconds. And then who shows up? Our girl. McKenna. McKenna. And she's like, she's like, hey, can I actually step Peter? Which I love. Like, what, what a ballsy move by her to just be like, hey, uh, I know you actually did, you know, you actually asked to steal Peter, but I'm actually going to steal him from you. Double steal. Double steal. No, no, no. Double stamp. I can't remember the line. Can't triple stamp a double stamp. That's it. Can't triple stamp a double stamp. Dumb and dumber. Classic. Um, and McKenna basically just goes on to tell Peter that the show has broken her and that it's just really hard being on the show, which I get so sick. I get that. so sick of contestants saying that, especially with, with, with the format now where it's like, hey, guess what, everybody? Peter was in your position. And by the way, he got further than 90% of you ever will. Yeah. So he went through it a lot more than you did. Yeah. So like, don't come to him like crying like, oh, it's so hard. Because Peter's like, I so know. What? This is literally what you signed up for. Yeah. You signed Should up for this fame and fortune. signed up for this. Yes. Like, a little bit of emotional distress. Like, I think it's worth it and, for what and you're getting you out could, of it. You could have seen, you literally, literally 20 seasons for you to watch yes. of exactly what you're doing. Yes. So don't tell me you didn't know. Yes. Um, so basically, we give out roses. Um, and at this point... Uh, there is one rose left, or no, there's two roses left, 
And people who don't have roses are Lexi, Sheehan, and McKenna. No, uh, Tammy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lexi, yes, yes. Sheehan, McKenna, and, Ta- and yep. Tammy. Yes. Two roses left. Yes. And so... The many faces of McKenna return. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it, it, it's, it's, just, it's just the format that keeps coming back every single week. Um, you know, we, we get McKenna's monologue and every 10 seconds we cut to her, you know, in, in her one-on-one interview, you know, dubbed over Peter actually handing out roses. Yeah. Um, and it's like Chandler said, we have Lexi, Sheehan, Tammy, and McKenna who don't have roses. And so uh, with the second to last rose, Peter gives it to McKenna. Uh-huh. And in my head, I'm like, yes. yes, bring her back, right? Like get her back on the show. And so now what we're left with is Tammy, Lexi, and Sheehan who do not have roses. And this one should be an easy Lexi. Yes. I I think that uh, like I felt like their, their connection was – it seemed like they have fun whenever they talk. Yeah. And it seems like Lexi seems like a fun girl, yeah. seems smart, seems easy to talk to. Yeah. I didn't find anything wrong with her. No. And, and even Sheehan seems like a really nice girl. Like, I don't really see much of Sheehan. Yeah. We, we saw her on the, uh, on like the, the date back in LA on like the tarmac where they did like the obstacle course. Yeah. She was like a finalist on that. And so we saw her there. We saw her on the, uh, obviously on like the football date and things like that, but she seems really nice. So like we said, it's Tammy, Lexi, Sheehan. In my head, I'm thinking Lexi. obviously Lexi. Yeah. Because, you know, I thought that I saw footage of her you know, on later dates. And yeah. And like, and like Tammy, like has proven herself to be like kind of a psycho at this point. Yes. But I think that this, this goes back to our theory of Peter where he's like, he doesn't like, he just buys into the drama or, or that just the producers are meddling a oh, little for bit sure. this, this season. It's yes. a lot too much. Yeah. And, and I think that that kind of goes without saying at this point, like, I think like within the bachelor community, people are kind of sick of how, like influential the producers can be, yeah. you know, with like the Chase Rice stuff, like all that. It's just like way too choreographed yeah. to the point that it's just like distracting from yeah. what is typically a pretty entertaining show. Um, and so, yeah, like Chandler said, like the producers are meddling. It's the drama. And so Peter ends up giving the rose to Tammy. Yeah. So eliminations this week, Alea, you know, second time being eliminated. And she actually had a rose when she got eliminated, which is just fascinating. Uh, but we also have Lexi and Sheanne getting sent home. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there was anything of significance in like their goodbyes. I think that, uh, so what, it was, no, but it was before though, at one point he said, uh, it was the first row ceremony mm-hmm. and DeAndre was like, Hey, like, just so you know, there are girls here who like, aren't who they say they are or whatever. Yeah. Like a classic like line. I was going to say like any contestant on the show could say that at any point and they wouldn't be lying. Yeah. But nothing else happened. So. Yeah. Um, so like we said, Lexi, Sheehan, they're gone. I made a note. I have to call bullshit on him picking Tammy over Lexi. Like Chana said, I feel like that's choreographed. I feel like the producers are like, no, 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 we can milk this Kelsey thing and Tammy thing for, you know, one more week. And and from what it looks like from next week, unfortunately, McKenna gets into it as well. Yeah. Which is too bad. And when we say next week, we mean Wednesday. Oh yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. We, we get a freaking double bang this week. Um, uh, uh, and we uh, we will have a episode over the weekend probably. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll try to get it out on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, but during the outro, uh, I believe they go to Chile. That is my guess. Yeah. And then we get the Taco Bell, five-star Taco Bell line of the night. (sighs) This, I, I said that, uh, Peter's had some bomb lines throughout this episode 
but this is easily the best one. Like you said, this is the outro. It's a flash forward to where I presume is Chili. And I believe he's on a date with, uh, he's making out with Madison. And this is the line he drops on her. And I rewound the TV probably four or five times while I was like literally peeing my pants. He says, he pulls away from kissing her and says, I'd kiss you with the passion to light a million Chilean suns. Which is almost a direct quote of Dwight Schrute when he says to Angela, I would kiss you with the force of a thousand suns. Yes. But it's it's hilarious because Dwight's line was crafted yeah. by comedians. This guy just thought that it would be a good idea. He thought it was awesome. <laughs> Honestly, he, I, I, I have to think that he has written this line weeks in advance and he's prepared it and he's, you know, prepared the delivery to where he's just going to nail this thing. And, and we, 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 we don't get footage of Madison's response to it, but I have to imagine that there's got to be a smirk and a scoff. got to laugh. She has to. Like, you, you can't take that seriously. Who says this stuff? It is awful. And, and like we said, uh, this is some of Peter's, like, childhood acting coming through to where he probably thought that was the best line ever and he was just going to nail it. Um, so like we said, we think they're in Chile. Uh, we get some more Tammy drama popping up. Like Chandler said, unfortunately, we think that McKenna gets involved in it, which really bugs us. Um, and then during the credits we get this uh, this somewhat comedic shot of what's supposed to look like one of those like hide your identity one-on-one -on -one interviews where there's just like a black silhouette talking and they have like the voice changer yeah. over the top of them. But it's just Chris. It's just Chris. Yeah. And he says that Peter is like really clumsy and stupid. Yes. And he's just basically confirming to us that this guy is just a piece of work. Just a clown. Yeah. And, and to quote Chris, he says... Peter, he says, Peter may be the clumsiest bachelor of all time. And he goes on to say that he sees him trip a lot. Huh. Which is just kind of shocking for any adult who doesn't have vertigo. <laughs> like, if, if, if you're a healthy, you know, middle-aged human being, you should, probably shouldn't be tripping a whole lot. Maybe he has, like, bad inner ears. He's got fluid in his ears. Maybe. From all the time he spends in hot tubs making out. Yeah. And then he gets in an airplane, right? And then you're, you know, you got all sorts of like pressure systems building up in your head. I wouldn't really want a clumsy pilot. No, thanks. Yeah. I never thought about that actually until just now. If Peter is going to hit his head on a golf car and then smash a glass into his face. What's the likelihood that he comes down a little hard on the landing and then smashes the plane into yeah. the ground? What's the likelihood he feels a little bit of turbulence and sends that thing into a tailspin? <laughs> <laughs> tries to compensate and you do end up doing a backflip. Uh, I, I would like, I, I think I might call Delta this week and ask them to yeah. take a look into his flying history. Yes, which, which also, uh, the, this whole Chris Harrison commentary, and it ends with this like terrible like attempt at being funny where Chris, you know, like he's like, and my identity is secure, right? And the person behind like the camera is like, yeah, you're good. And then they flip the light on it's Chris and he's like, Okay, thanks, because I don't want it getting out that I said that stuff about Peter. So, attempt at being funny. I don't know. My mom probably thought it was hilarious. Um, but his comment about Peter being the clumsiest bachelor ever brought me back to his date with Victoria F. Where he was shooting basketballs yeah. with her. He blows. And he probably went like 0 for 10, at least that we saw. Right? Maybe he made some shots in between. He looked like Ben Simmons. Oh, literally. Like worse than Ben Simmons. Yeah. Which is honestly shocking. Impressive. Yes. And I guess that he was mostly shooting like mid-range. I, th I think he shot a couple threes, which we know that Ben Simmons has made probably two of in his NBA career. One that I can recall. Yeah. But yeah, it's like he looked so bad. 
and now it's all just making sense. It's all making sense. He, the the uh, the intellect goes with the clumsiness. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh man incredible uh like chandler said um we're gonna get an episode out for us this weekend um to cover the wednesday feature of bachelor um let's look out for it over the weekend we'll tweet it out um like we said there's a bunch of links we're gonna send out on our twitter uh that we covered during the uh mailbag and red flag segment um be sure to check those out and also like chandler said if you want to talk to us, ask questions, be we'll, our friends. We, we literally have no friends on the show right now. And so if you tweet at us anything in the world, I guarantee it will show up on the next show. Yeah. And that is a, that is a guarantee and maybe even a challenge. But, uh, but yeah, please interact with us on Twitter. Uh, we'll be sending out links there. Uh, but I think that covers it for us. Okay. See you uh, later this week, I guess. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.